Hi, Chris. Hello, Rob. Welcome back to the 10 Minute Design Chat. Thank you very much, mate. It's been a while. Shall we talk about picking up and putting down hobbies? Let's do it. Well, 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 look who I've picked up dilly-dallying their way back to this sacred airspace of good vibes and game design. It's the wise wizard of wondrous whatchamacallits, Master Chris Kingsnorth. Hello, Chris. Hello, Rob. Yeah, it's been a while. Thank you for that lovely introduction. I've missed, I've missed, you know, our, our chats on this podcast, <laughs> and I can't wait to, to get back to it. I know it's definitely been it's been a hot minute, but we're 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 pumped and ready to go. And I feel like today's theme is is uh, it's very astute for what we're talking about today. We're going to be talking about picking up and putting down hobbies, just like we're picking this boy back up. But before we begin, Chris, it's not all been sun lounges and you know chilling out in our bedside boudoirs, living the life. We've actually been hustling, haven't we? We've we've been uh. We've actually been going for some for some sponsorship deals. We've kind of reached that point now where you know people are people are willing to sponsor us. So we're going to be replacing the the alien test, which longtime listeners will know, with some sponsor some sponsor messages. So I thought I might start today with our first completely genuine and real sponsor. Let's get this over and done with so we can get on with the podcast. Today's sponsors are Cheesy Finger Games, a company who understand how frustrating it can be when pristine board game components get dirty. Now, Rob, I know you hate it when someone tarnishes your beautiful new games with their cheesy Cheeto fingers, am I right? I detest it. When I pack away that game and I spot those uh, those cheesy fingerprints all over my cards, honestly, I want to flip a lid. Well... There's no need to worry any longer, my friend, because with Cheesy Games' revolutionary pre-coated components, you can be sure you'll never notice your friend's cheesy fingers on their board game pieces ever again. Wow, tell me more. Using their proprietary cheese blend, coupled with air-powered industrial flocking machines, Cheesy Finger Games ensure your games are fully coated before they reach your table i got to jump in here because, you know, what? we only show sponsorship deals for people, things we really care about. And to be honest, this is amazing. And for a limited time only, you know, if you've got inferior non-cheese coated games, you can actually send it in to be upgraded with one of six delicious flavors, including sticky caramel, flaming hot chili, pungent cheddar and even meatball marinara with real marinara sauce. The other thing people should look out for when they're backing their Kickstarters is you'll now be able to find cheesy finger game coating as an add-on for your Kickstarters. So you can actually get them fully coated before they leave the factory and get to your table. So there we have it. Cheesy finger games. Making cheesy easy. Well, now that we've got that uh, selling out corporate spiel out of the way, Chris, yeah, I feel a little bit dirty after that. I feel like I'm covered in cheese. You need a wash. I feel like it's time to get onto the real meat and potatoes, the real the real meal of today. And, you know, today we're really going to be talking about what we've been up to uh, and see how that sort of like how we can relate that in the sense to picking up and putting down our hobbies. Because it's been a very interesting time, Chris. And, and I, I want to start with you because I've heard through the grapevine that there have been a lot of changes in the world of Chris Kingsnorth. Yeah, Earlier this year, I started working at a game design studio in Nottingham, 
called Stone Sword Games, and I am now a game designer, developer, jack of all trades in the in the actual game industry. Oh my goodness, Dr. Kings North has hung up his coat to go and join the big league. Honestly, I feel like that is every game designer's dream to just get into the situation. But I feel like you're underselling it, Chris. It sounds like it's been a fairy tale. And 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 but the thing about it is it's like it sounds like it's been a fairy tale, but it's been a real development from your hard work so you know you you were working in uh, in your sort of uh, in your doctor's role before but you know what made you think actually i i want to pursue this i actually want to try and get into game design and and how did you do it you know there's got to be some hustling involved i'm sure it's something that's been in the back of my mind for for a long time now you know i've been kind of designing games and doing bits and pieces for two or three years now and uh, i feel like my skills had improved and I thought it was kind of a fork in the road. I could choose whether I kept going down the same path or take a bit of a risk and go for something that could end up being what I've always dreamed of. An opportunity came up in work where I can um, take some time out to try something different for a while. Um, Lots of paperwork to do that, as you might imagine. Ducks that had to be lined up for that to work. (laughs) coupled with some luck and some good fortune just all kind of came together at the the right moment and there was an opening with stone sword games perfect timing and you know I, i couldn't say no you couldn't say no you know that's a real impressive thing to do you know you're taking a real leap of faith in in what you want to go for and and we were chatting about this before but you know chris kingsnorth when i first met him you know at uk games expo i bet like now he would be kicking himself for how amazing this is going because not only that you've you know you've been busy you've been busy over there at stone sword games you have been working on not only some of their titles but also some of your own tell us a little about that yeah so i'm currently developing uh, the new game by henry odebon who's the designer of parks which i'm sure everyone's heard of uh, so more to come for that over the next couple of months and also one of my own games uh, flick forts which is a dexterity game that's kind of like if air hockey and long green bowls had a baby and that baby liked flicking stuff that's basically <laughs> what that game is so we're developing that for a release next year sometime so i'm having a great time getting art back for it and just seeing it come to life and it's it's a dream mate it's honestly so good to hear and it's well deserved you've worked so hard over the last few years and i am so excited to see flick force come into life you know that game was actually designed uh, during a 10 minute design challenge it was done it was. at one of the conventions we were running a stall we had an awesome sort of guest come join and that game was made in 10 minutes and now it's being published through an awesome publisher and you know yeah it's 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 the fairy tale story it's the absolute fairy tale story you know uh yeah i'm loving it super excited to see more about that and it's i realize that obviously it's um, i'm very lucky not everyone gets this opportunity and i think not to take the opportunity and not to make the most of it would have been the worst thing so my my advice to anyone out there who's thinking about doing similar things is you know if you are interested and you meet people and you do those things you never know when these opportunities are gonna crop up I think one key thing as well, if I was to say just from an outsider point of view of like one of the main things that has put you in this sort of like position for your hard work, it's been reaching out to people. It's been contacting people. It's been being part of the community. It's been making friends and, and you know, making friends with their friends. And, and, and through that, you know, you build a network of people that you can go to. 
and that you can share your passion with and that you can get just excited with and you can play test games with and and it's like this growing sort of almost yeah like like hype situation where actually more of these sort of opportunities can present themselves so yeah i think yeah definitely worth getting involved in anything you can because you never know where an opportunity is going to come up definitely but that's quite enough about me rob we've talked about (laughs) me for far too long now it's time for me to uh, talk about you so i understand you've been a busy busy boy so how have games been sort of fitting into your your recent busyness tell me about that yes the diva must speak no um it's been (laughs) so this this episode's called picking up and putting down hobbies and so we've talked a lot about picking up hobbies really really picking them up and grabbing that bull and riding it into the sunset so let's talk a little bit about putting down hobbies um the answer is i've had a little hiatus from game design and that's not been like some of the usual ones where I've not felt inspired or anything like that. It's simply been because I have been so busy. My job is something which is, uh, you know, it's demanding and, and high, fast paced. And it is basically kind of game design every day. I, I work for this cybersecurity company where we make these crisis simulations. And uh, it's basically a corporate choose your own adventure game, which I make many times about your business. It's a game where you always lose. You start the game, you've lost. It's just how much you lose by. Everyone's favorite kind of game. Everyone's favorite kind of game, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you would not want to bring that to a table. But yeah, that's been quite a demanding thing. And what I found is that there have been periods in my board game career where I've put down my hobby. And it's not necessarily been because I've been too busy it's been because i'm just not feeling it but this is probably the first time where i've actually had to put it down because i've literally just been too busy too busy adulting and but what i found with that is that as i've had to sort of almost accept the fact that i need to just sort of put this to one side for a second because i need to i do need to take like weekends and breaks and stuff what i've actually found is it's re-inspired me it's re-evoked my passion because you know when you really want to do something but you just don't have time that fire starts to get hot like it's really hot and i went through a sort of a few months of just coming back to some of my old designs so when i have had the chance to design games i have loved it i have been absolutely relishing those opportunities when i get a saturday and it's like there's nothing else to do it's the best thing ever and and out of that i've been working on a few sort of games that i've previously developed i've got a game called Dracard, which i made for a contest yonder ago and i've sort of updated that and written the rule book and you know we're sending that out to publishers over the sort of next few weeks and i've also been working on a game with my with my my partner Maisie, and it's a game where i had this mechanic and i designed this game in a sense about three years ago two years ago um and the mechanic was super cool very clever but unfortunately the game was just not fun so i'd been wrecking my brain about that and in those moments of being busy when your mind wanders inspiration strikes and i found this sort of new theme you know in the topic of themes that we're still in this season for and I sort of found this new mechanic, which we are going to be going into very soon. And from that, I does we me and Maisie designed this game together and, and we love it. It's brilliant. And it's been so lovely to just sort of see that element come to life. So I think like if we're talking about picking up and putting down hobbies, we are on two extremes where it's your day to day. It is your nine hours a day, five days a week, you know, and I'm sure it's not all just designing games. There's lots of other things. There's lots of contacting, you know, um, manufacturers and organizing things, but that's your, your, your every day. Whereas for me, because my every day is already so full, any opportunity I get to design games has been brilliant. And I think that's probably the sort of one of the one of the takeaways, I guess, from my point of view is that it's okay to put these things down. You never really let go of them. You know, it's a bit like it's a bit like producing 40 episodes of a podcast and then taking four months off. 
It's a little bit like that, you know? It doesn't change anything. You can come back and everything resumes from where it was. I don't know who you're alluding to there, Rob. Oh, who would do that? <laughs> but why why Kanzie is obviously we've not talked in this fashion for a while now, but we've caught up recently and I can see that that passion for your game design has reignited. Mm. I think you know, you've been fanning the embers in the time you do have. And that's really nice to see. So, uh, yeah, just a kind of reminder to people that even if you have less time to do it, sometimes you might enjoy it even more when you do do it. And actually, that's that can be just as fulfilling in a different way. And speaking of things that we enjoy doing, we are really excited to get back into this. So we are going to be bookending this uh, season with one more episode coming up. Um, and then we're going to be moving on to season three, which is... A- personally i think going to be my favorite which is all about mechanics um you know i feel like when you're a game designer that's usually where you go first we've almost intentionally left that one later because it's kind of the obvious one but um we're going to be covering every sort of mechanic we can think of and ultimately with those just sort of like spinning ideas referencing games having a laugh like i'm i'm very excited for the future i completely agree rob and i think with that we should say goodbye to each other, but it won't be long till we're talking again. So I'm going to say goodbye, Rob. I'll see you at boardgamebud.com. And I will say goodbye, Chris. I'll see you at 10minutedesignchallenge.co.uk. Thank you very much. It's been lovely catching up with you again. This has been a 10-minute design chat on picking up and putting down your hobbies. Thanks for listening. And tune in next week as we get intellectual with Amaria Keel to close out season two.